Welcome back to the We Don't Know Football podcast, so you can't get mad at us when we're wrong. I'm your host, Jackson. This is episode 11, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Colin. Colin, say hi. Hello. And get into some of our favorite games and our respected teams, even though my favorite team isn't well-respected at the moment, at least not by me. Um, but yeah, Colin, I'll let you start out with your notes from the Chargers and Browns. You had that as your game of the week and ended up being a pretty good game. Uh, I, it was a great game. I mean, uh, Austin Eckler finally had, had his good rushing game of, of the season. It'll probably be his best of the season. 16 carries for 173 yards and a touchdown. He looked, he looked pretty dang good. Joshua Kelly got in there for 10 carries and 49 yards, but, um, but yeah, I mean, this offense went out there and they, they look good. Keenan Allen has has missed a lot of games, but Mike Williams is oh he's so good. Ten catches, hundred and thirty four yards. He's he's shown up when it matters. I mean he's just he's filled that role. It's 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 fun watching him play. I mean there's been there's been injuries around this team, but they're they're making the most of it. Three and two on this season. Uh I mean it's the the next guy up always comes to play, which is which is always a good a good sign to see. Browns rushing attack exactly how he said. Nick Chubb, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Cream Hunt, 47 yards and a touchdown. Um, Najoku, he he played great. Six catches, 88 yards. Jacoby's been using him a little more. Him him and Cooper have been the clear cut target machines. Uh, Donovan People Jones got in there for 50 yards. I think I think they I honestly think they should use him more. I think he's a pretty good receiver to have on that offense. Um. Defensive wise, it was just—I mean, it was just a tackling game. Denzel Ward was the leading tackler, which is surprising, but I mean, of the bigger news for the Browns, they went out and got Deion Jones. Went out and mm-hmm. traded for him from the Falcons. I think that that was—I uh, mean, Deion's had some injuries and and some and whatnot, but I I believe that that's going to be a strong trade for them. Obviously, Deion Jones isn't at however, excuse me, level that he used to be at. Obviously, you mentioned his injuries, but um, yeah, putting him beside uh, Awarsu Koromora on that Browns defense is going to help out the Browns a lot, especially um in run D, which obviously was a problem this week for them. And they went out and they the Browns showed that look, they think they're competitors. I think they're going to be able to compete this year. And with the way the um, AFC North is shaping up right now, they definitely can. So I think that was a good trade for the Browns um, overall. So good by them. Uh, the Browns also. Cade York, the rookie kicker from LSU, missed two kicks. He has not, other than week one, outside of that, he has not been sharp. And it's not looking good for him. He's going to have to start making these kicks. Um, for the Chargers, I got the good, the bad, and the ugly for this team. I'll tell you about the good. Is Herbert, Eckler, and Mike Williams. They looked good. Obviously, the offense was able to move the ball. They had 14 points in the second quarter, put up 10 in third. Offense was able to move the ball. The bad is, you know, the injuries they're dealing with still, obviously. Bosa and still got Slater out on the line. He's going to be out for the year. Um, And I think those injuries showed this game. I think a lot of games for the Chargers that 
many thought were going to be, you know, pretty easy for them to handle. They're going to be a lot closer now because of the injuries they're dealing with. And I'll tell you the ugly is Brandon Staley. Um, dude, for some reason, went for it on fourth and one when they had they had the game. The game was over, but they went for it on fourth and one. They don't get it. Luckily, Cade York, like I mentioned, missed a field goal in the game. But Brandon Staley's trying to get fired. He's not the only coach in the AFC West trying to get fired, but we'll get into that to late, get into that later. But yeah, overall, it was a good game. Rushing attacks were well, obviously. You expect that from Cleveland. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle for the Chargers continuing with these injuries. I I agree, and with even with Slater out, they only allowed one sack. I mean, they're. I, the 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 O line's been been playing well enough. I mean, obviously you'd like to have the Rashawn Slater in there, but I mean they're they're making do with what they have. Um, on that defensive side of the ball for the Browns, Jadavian Clowney made a lot of good plays for the run defense. I thought I thought that was worth noting. He looked pretty good, pretty good. Uh, when Eckler came over to his side, obviously not good enough. One hundred seventy three yards, but you know it is what it is, and. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't have much more for this game. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll get into probably my favorite game of the week, um, the London game, Giants and Packers. Obviously, the Packers got out to the lead, but Brian Doball and Saquon Barkley said, "Hold on now, Green Bay. We're gonna outscore you guys seventeen to two in the fourth quarter." I think Doball's been a great fit for the Giants, and he has restored. Giants football. I'm sure all Giants fans are happy. You guys have earned this. Had a six years of absolute pain. So this is good for you guys. Saquon Barkley, also worth noting, had a shoulder injury in the middle of the game. He comes back in the game, has a huge reception, made a nice cut. It's all over Twitter. You'll find it. Yeah. Sa- Saquon, he's a beast. Had the go ahead touchdown. And obviously the Giants deep noting they basically shut out the Packers in the second half they really did that Packers offense stalled out did not look good Aaron Rodgers had to take two sacks and his only only target that was really efficient was Randall Cobb obviously Lazard had a touchdown early in the game but outside of that um Green Bay there's still a lot of learning curves for that offense and it's exciting to see where the Giants how the Giants are going to continue this season because this team this team's looking good this team is looking good. Uh, I agree. Uh, dude, Aaron Rodgers is seeing Randall Cobb so much. I kept looking around waiting for Jordy Nelson to pop out on the field. I mean, it looked like the old <laughs> connection they used to have. But um, the the biggest thing worth noting for this offense is Rodgers targeted Romeo a few times deep down the field, and it just wasn't even that close. I don't know if it was not enough depth on the route. Rodgers just wasn't putting it where it needed to be. But, I mean – I think they're they're like you know one one connection away from getting a fifty yard touchdown or something because R- Romeo's open he's he's there he can have the ball as long as it's put where it needs to be I don't know whose fault that's on but they're 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 close to getting that that big game they just haven't been able to hit it yet <laughs> but yeah like you said the ball I mean Giants four and one I projected them going bottom bottom of the division probably you know four and thirteen or whatever I didn't. They've already got their four wins. I mean, it's as Giants team. It's 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 moving. It is moving, and 
it's fun to see Barkley back. I'm, I'm, it's fun to watch him play. But um, yeah, this this team overall, it's, I mean, it's, it's they're finally fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, and also, I don't know if you've seen the video. I don't know if it was Darnay Holmes or who it was on the Giants team, but whatever the hell was going on on the sideline, did you see that? I think I've. If it's what I'm thinking of, I've seen memes on it. That's for sure. Bro's pants was pulled down, and the trainer <laughs> was doing some questionable things. All we saw was the back end, but yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that Deshaun Watson's just, just about type, to make an immediate just type, transfer. Just go to Twitter, type in "giant sideline clip," and you'll find what I'm talking about. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's, that's, I don't. I I don't even have a wild guess for what it. For what it I don't want to know what it was. I'm just <laughs> like it because once you see it, you'll know what it looks like. Yeah, but what one thing I want to highlight is is obviously I've I've not been watching the Giants game very closely, but but Thibodeau, what's I mean he's he's been quiet all season. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say. I mean, obviously, not a lot of stuff shows up in the stat sheet. Yeah, but I think Thibodeau does a good job of getting pressure on the quarterback, and I think you know all of. All of the Giants' defensive line have been able to do that. They were able to do it a decent job against uh, Aaron Rodgers this week. And they were able to do it without Leonard Williams, too. So once Leonard Williams gets back, um, that's going to open up more one-on-one opportunities for Thibodeau as well. So I think Thibodeau's done a decent job of getting pressure. So I've honestly with him, and I think he's going to be really good. All right. All right. I just haven't seen the games. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. All right, that's all I got from this game. Let's go on to the number one offense getting shut out against Bill Belichick's Patriots. Colin, what you got on this game? Not only were they shut out, but this Patriots team was dealing with a quarterback three and a running back two and put up 29 points. I mean, obviously, I think I think uh, one of those touchdowns came from a Kyle Duggar fumble return touchdown, but I mean – Bailey, only four incompletions, 188 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Ramondre Stevenson, though, 161 yards on the ground. Obviously, Damien Harris got hurt, so he only had four carries this game. I don't know how bad the injury is. I think he's out for at least a few weeks. Um, yeah, to miss multiple weeks due to a hamstring injury. So he'll he'll be out. Ramondre will be the one. Um, Jacoby Myers came out, put up 111 yards. Um it's, I mean, Ty Tyquan's debut doesn't wasn't wasn't the you know two catches seven yards, but this is this was we all knew this was going to be a running game when you have a quarterback three. You're not looking to pass as much as you normally do, but this defense has has been nice. I mean, that was the number one scoring offense, and Bill Belichick said, "Nah, nothing for you," and and everyone everyone played great. I mean, Jack Jones two interceptions in two games. He's looking pretty nice. It's. You know, Bill, leave it to Bill Belichick to go find some random corner to ball out. It's it's nothing new. They kept Amon Ra to four catches and 18 yards. I mean, Josh Reynolds had the biggest day with 92 yards. But I, overall, this this defense did really well this game. Yeah, and I, th- I think it proves how great of a coach Bill was, despite the lack of talent he's dealing with on that defense. Um, guys like. Uh, 
Jones, and as well as Kyle Duggar, guys like that being able to step up on that defense and make some big plays. And they were able to shut out the Lions, in which we know Dan Campbell's really aggressive. So, and that offense has been really good this season, despite you know the injury they've been dealing with. But yeah, uh, impressive job by Belichick and his defense. Um, that's that's really all I got for this game. There's nothing to talk about the Lions. Um, no, that, that Bailey Zappi, that. his first first start ended in a W. So. Shout out to the Western Kentucky guy, wherever he's from. I think that's where he's from. The only um, other thing I had worth mentioning was was Judon now has six sacks on the season, tied with a couple others for first. No, Judon's really good. Judon's really good. He's he's so fast too. I don't I don't think if you haven't had the chance to watch the Patriots play, you you watch Judon once he gets off the block. That man flies. He is fast. But, yeah, he's been really good this year, and he's going to continue to be really good. Depending on how the Patriots continue to play, he could be in the conversation for a defensive player of the year. I'd make that argument for him. Yeah. yeah. Part of that defense. But, yeah, that's all I got from this game. Any final notes? No, that's that's it. Besides the six sacks for Judon, he's, he's up there with Crosby, Bosa, and Parsons. Nice. All right. Well, we're going to – Finish this one off with the Raiders and Chiefs. Now, it was a really good game on Monday night. But, like I mentioned earlier, some of these AFC West coaches, the majority of them, are trying to get fired. I don't know what Josh McDaniels is doing going for two when you're down 29. Well, it's you're going it's 29-30 after you got a touchdown. You decide to go for two. Why? Why do you go for two against Patrick Mahomes? It makes no sense. Now, granted, they were able to stop the Chiefs' offense the next possession. They still ended up losing. But just think about it. That Chiefs' offense was – they were on fire that second half. And you decide to go for two. You don't get it. And let's say the Chiefs went down and kicked the field goal. Then you're still down a touchdown. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why McDaniels goes for it there. It wasn't even a good play call. He just ran, a, ran an inside zone with Josh Jacobs. Ridiculous play call. I don't know what he's doing. Um, he's just trying to get fired. Th- this is why some of these – you see it often nowadays. You know, these teams get a new coach, and they just do dumb stuff like this. And it's <laughs> – it, like, it really. And just, they sit there and it's like, oh, why am I getting fired? Bro, what, why is my team not performing well? Because you're awful. You're you're awful. Let me let me tell you that whole the whole AFC West, it's gonna come down to coach. And we know who has the best coach in that freaking division is the Chiefs by a landslide. Brandon Staley bad. Josh McDaniels isn't much better. And don't even get me started on Daniel Hackett's bitch ass. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, dude, the. Chiefs wipe that division. They're going to absolutely wipe that division. But speaking of the Chiefs, we'll get in on the awful roughing the passer call on Chris Jones. The first roughing the passer to be called on anybody who had the football in his hands. Absolutely ridiculous. He just all he did was sack the quarterback, take the ball away. But I I really don't understand what I saw there. I guess they thought they uh, Chris Jones put all his body weight on Derek Carr. I I disagree. <laughs> like, he, I... Just awful, awful officiating. 
the officiating was not good last night. It really wasn't good all this week. Um, it's ridiculous. They're going to have to – I think Troy Aikman – I don't know if it was him or Joe Buck, but I think it was Aikman. He mentioned that maybe they should start having reviews for roughing the passer calls. And you know what? The right things are going. I would rather not have that happen, but they might have to because it's get, it's getting ridiculous to quote DeMarcus Cousins there. But also, Chiefs, Kelsey, four touchdowns. You know, Travis Kelsey is going to be Travis Kelsey. Him and Patrick Mahomes, it's, it's like Jordan and Pippen out there. Nice one-two punch. Um, and as for the Raiders, obviously their final play, <laughs> Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro ran into each other. That was awful. Um, so Derek Carr threw it up, expecting someone to be there. Well, threw it up to absolutely nobody. And after the game, Devontae Adams, visibly frustrated, was heading to the locker room. Just pushed a cameraman for no reason. Just pushed him. He pushed the cameraman. Yeah, I, I saw and, that. Yeah, and he filed a police report on Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams has a police report written on him by a freaking NFL cameraman, which I find hilarious. Obviously, Devontae apologized, but, you know. The... His, his apology wasn't even true. If you look at it, he's basically trying to apologize for the reporter. Instead of to him, talking about like oh like like oh sorry you were in my way type of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So Devonte could be seeing some uh, some consequences from the league here pretty soon. We're gonna see how Roger Goodell plays that one out. But overall notes from this game: Raiders, you know, talent talented roster at least offensively. Um, it may be time to panic after seeing what McDaniel's is doing coaching wise because that's a winner that's a really winnable game and you know they just kind of threw it away um as for the chiefs they're they play the bills this upcoming week that game's going to be awesome um but yeah chiefs are going to be in good hands in that division 100 percent. they're they're gonna they're gonna wipe everyone out dude. they're gonna wipe everyone out if the chargers weren't dealing with so many injuries maybe i'd argue okay chargers still have a chance to win that division no dude no there's no way like, unless Andy Reid has a heart attack or something, he eats one too many burgers. No. Or, or Mahomes gets hurt. Like, no, dude. I, I, I agree. My notes for this game, um, Travis Kelsey, you know, the four touchdowns, he had – he's the only player to have four touchdowns with less than 90 receiving yards. Obviously, twenty five receiving yards for four touchdowns. You're you're not going to see that. He got a touchdown. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Twenty five uh, yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, if you the next closest player was Marvin Jones. He had I think like ninety three yards and four touchdowns. Dude, Kelsey, that's like a touchdown every six yards, basically. <laughs> it's 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 incredible. Um. But yeah, no, I've I've seen a bunch of stuff that maybe the NFL should look into Hunter Renfro for gambling away his team because this dude has lost his team. He fumbles, he runs into Devontae Adams. He's just that's the Hunter Renfro showcase out here. But no, yeah, it's 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 laughable. It is, and we talk about the Raiders coach, you know, going for for two. We saw we we saw uh, uh, Dable do it. Was it week one, week two? I think I think if the Raiders head coach got that, we'd be having a different story. But so, I yeah, just... I mean, if McDaniel's, if he obviously if he gets that two point conversion, it's like, oh, what a great call, blah blah blah. And obviously, the Raiders would have had to stop the Chiefs. But 
And so, no, no, you shouldn't have gone. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone for it. Because what I, happened is what happened. So, I I definitely agree though. With with the division you're in, at at least try to make it a winnable game. Because if you don't get that, you're, you're you've guaranteed a loss. And if you get it, you don't even guarantee yourself a win because Mahomes is on the other side. So, I mean, just take the points that are given to you and hope for the best. I I don't think that this was the right right time for that. But it's Josh Jacobs, 154 yards. They were meant, they were talking in the game that they declined his his fifth year option, which which I mean, there's a there's a bunch of new staff coming in. You know, they obviously don't know Jacobs the best, but in my opinion, Jacobs has been playing really well this year. I think I think it's worth. Uh, I I'm I'm curious on on if they will indeed resign him or not because he's. I mean, when when you give him the ball, he plays well. If they're not lobbing it up to Devontae Adams or or whatever else they decide to do. This, this is what's going to happen. The Raiders, these past few drafts they've had have been absolutely horrible. Um, and you got to keep in mind, Josh Jacobs is the first of – not first overall pick, my bad. First, he's a first-round pick. Josh Jacobs is a first-round pick. So what the Raiders should do is pay your former first-round pick who's playing really well. Now, obviously, running backs are replaceable, blah, 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 but you drafted them in the first round. You got to sign this guy. But what are the Raiders going to do? They're not going to. I guarantee you they're not going to re-sign Josh Jacobs. Or they're going to try to, and he's not. He's going to want more money. But I could definitely see Josh Jacobs going elsewhere. Yeah, it's good old Raiders. Josh Jacobs is now third in the league for rushing yards. Yeah, he's he's been good this year, but... That is all all I got from this game. Not much to talk about. Oh, I will say Jerick McKinnon's a beast. I don't know how he's 30 years old and running the way he was. was He's 30? Something like that, dude. I I, I didn't know that. Yeah, but he was good. But, yeah, that's all I got from this game. Yeah. Anything else either? Yep, 30. May 3rd. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll go ahead and. Address the elephant in the room, if you will. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm a Steelers fan. Do I want to self-delete? Maybe. After the absolute horrid performance I saw on Sunday. It's, it's uh, left me with a lot of questions. Had me reflecting about my life. Had me thinking about who I am as a person. And how will I let this affect me? I've come to the realization that my team just might suck. We may just suck. We may be dick. We're, I mean, now, I don't know what it is, because, you know, some idiots on Twitter are like, oh, the Steelers are 0-8 with TJ Watt. You don't lose by 35 points just because you don't have one player. It doesn't happen. <sighs> I don't know whether it's coaching. I know it's definitely offensively. Despite like Pickett looked good, but Matt Canada's got to go. He's still bad, awful. Matt Canada's got to go. Um, you got to give Jalen Warren more snaps. He clearly showed that at the end of the game this past week, and Najee Harris still isn't, you know, one hundred percent. Not like it really matters. Um, I, I, I don't even know 
I don't even know. I know it was the Bills, and it was a tough matchup, but geez. Now, Fry moves her with a concussion. Hopefully, Terrell Edmonds is back next week. Not like it matters. We're going to play Tom fucking Brady. It's just, you know what, dude, this top five pick. You know what, Will Anderson, you are a Pittsburgh Steeler. We'll see you, we'll see you here in <laughs> April, buddy. We're, we're oh, excited man. to have you. Because, like, the Raiders got – because, you know what, I don't know if I'm, like, brainwashed or something. Because the Steelers, they they are not – this isn't what they do. They're not normally a bad team. This, like, they are usually – they usually have a winning record or they come back from stuff like this. This is what they did. Now, that was with even, – even without Ben, they were able to do it in the year he was hurt, 2019. We weren't – we were almost in the playoffs at one point. We just lost a few games. But I don't – for some reason, I still believe that this team could – you know, if we could somehow get it together, you could maybe compete for the first spot in the AFC North because the – People at the top right now is Baltimore, and they're three and two. This is still a very winnable division. You just gotta lock it in, and I don't. It's something's gotta change. Something's gotta. Ch- it doesn't change. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the same. We're gonna see the same shit. But thankfully, you know, we're going up a str- against a struggling Tampa Bay offense. And they haven't looked very sharp. So, you know, maybe we have a chance at this game. But I'm going in with low expectations. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked good. George Pickens is a beast. Deontay, if you can do me a favor and catch the ball more often. Chase Claypool, Tony uh, Roma made a great point. You aren't quarterback friendly. How about let's fix that one up, buddy? Hoping uh, Fryer moves recover soon. Zach Gentry's a beast. Jalen Warren's a beast. Our defense sucks. I hate you all. Start the time. Time to start Mark Robinson and maybe give Joe Hayden a call. That's all I got. All right, Colin. Joe, we'll talk about Seattle. Joe, Joe Hayden. Oh man. Uh Seattle. Look, I expected to lose. I I I had plenty of hope. Trust me. Oh my God, there, there was hope left and right. But come on, I I've I've never been a person to complain about refs. You know, it is what it is. Calls happen. But you can't tell me Alave was a touchdown. You can't tell me DK fumbled. It's it was the most clear thing of all time that both of those should not have stood, yet they did. So, whatever. Geno Smith still has the highest quarterback rating in the league. You can all suck it. Geno Smith has the highest quarterback completion percentage. You can still suck it. Kenneth Walker, it's his time, baby. Penny is out for the season. What does that mean for Penny? I don't know. It was a contract done at the end of the season. Where will he go? Will he stay? It's really going to come down to Kenneth because I am not – I like DJ Dallas. I like Travis Homer, but they are not good running backs. They're great special team players, sure, all day, but they are not a good running back, you know, two or three. So, I mean, I'd like to see Penny back, but if Walker Walker comes out and he balls, I'm not going to say a word. I mean, it's it's Kenneth Walker time, baby. He, he had a really – he had a great run. A big touchdown first of the season. It was it – was, that was awesome, electrifying to see. Tyler Lockett got his first touchdown of the season, paired it with two, two touchdowns. Geno Smith put an absolute one in the bread basket over, I think it was like two or three defenders, some huge bomb. Go look it up. It was awesome, worth watching. DK Metcalf, look, 
I give props to Lattimore. Lattimore plays like a big dude. He he can go against a six six receiver and just still play really well. I mean, we see it with Mike Evans. DK Metcalf's uh, a good sized dude. Lattimore's a great player. There's there's nothing more to it. Metcalf put up 88 yards and a touchdown. That was not all on Lattimore, but um, I, it was it's it's still it's still great to see your top two receivers produce. Um, defensive side of the ball, Tariq Woolen, I love you. I I love you. He's, he's got he's I know I know it's a, it's a it's a little, whoa, but no he's he's got three interceptions on the season. This is a dude who used to play receiver, a six four man who used to play receiver who runs a four two six forty. I mean, you're not going to out-jump him. You're not going to out-run him. I mean, Taysom Hill had a, a – uh, well, Taysom Hill had a lot of rushing touchdowns, but we'll get into that later. Taysom Hill had a, a long rushing touchdown. Tariq Lohan almost hocked him down. I mean, he was a good seven, eight yards behind him. I, I know comparing to a 30-year-old Taysom Hill isn't, isn't the best here, but still, go watch it. He ran the fastest by a player in the past two seasons. It's just trying to catch up to him. He wasn't even – ball wasn't even in his hands, but – uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the defense, what we really need is we need some dang pass rush. That's what we brought Nwosu in here for, which he's, he's been great, but when you only have one great player, it's really easy to focus on him when you're an O-line, you know, Darrell Taylor, he, he played good. I think it was last year. He had uh, five sacks in six games and the Steelers clotheslined him, sent him to the hospital and he hasn't been the same since. Sorry. It's all right. And then um, Puna Ford's great. I like Puna, but he's 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 a run stopper. Same same as Al Woods, who's 35 and still out here, got a sack. He's he's a big boy. He clogged a lot of holes, which you probably can't tell considering they had 200-yard rushers, but you shut up. Al Woods played good. That's the first time I've ever spoke good about him. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the team obviously has their upside. Kobe Bryant actually looked good for once. Um, Tariq Woolen's been looking good as far as everyone else. Jordan Brooks is a tackle machine, he just doesn't miss. I think he was a great player to have a year under Bobby Wagner. Uh, Cody Barton, uh, I mean, he makes his tackles, but there's just, there's just nothing else to him. Um, uh, we, we need linebackers, we need pass rush. I just a secondary was our problem. Now I'm happy with the secondary, and now everything else is the problem. You just can't win. Uh, Saints ran all over us. They can suck it. There's nothing really more. Chris Olave got hurt in this game. He'll he'll be out for some time. I believe it was a concussion. He's been playing really well in the year. I, I hope he comes back soon so we can continue to watch that. But um I mean, yeah, that's that's really all all I have to say. Seahawks have a bright future. And yeah. Gino might be the quarterback to keep at the helm. I'm pretty happy with him, honestly. I'm it's I, I was talking to somebody that I don't mind if the Seahawks go 0 and 16 as long as we're interesting to watch. Like, I can't watch the Broncos. I can't do it. You cannot pay me to sit down and watch them. As long as the Seahawks don't end up like that, I don't care if we go 0 and 16. But Geno is, is, is playing great. I don't mind if we lose out the rest of the season. It's, I like watching the team. Yeah, my team lost by five touchdowns, but I still rather not be a Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I I don't think I'd be able to handle it, but 
Let's let's get into our Thursday night prediction. Also, another awful game. We got Bears and Commanders. I mean, I the only people ready to really watch this game are, you know, Bears fans, whatever's left of those, and Commanders fans if those exist, and also people who aren't doing anything else on a Thursday night like me. So, yeah, I. I will be tuning in as well. Oh, man. I mean, Justin Fields was able to pass the ball a little better last week, but still miserable. <laughs> still miserable. Yeah, yeah. Justin Fields, however, is no longer – I think he's no longer – has the lowest completion percentage or quarterback rating, one or the other. Baker oh. Mayfield decided to take that from him. Oh, yippee. Won't that glad, – glad they battled it out for that one. And yeah. as for the commanders, um, that's, that's, I got nothing for you guys. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah, Ron, well, my team sucks, but your team. I love Ron Rivera as a coach, and but he he came out and was asked, you know, why why are you behind everyone else? And he looked him in the eyes as a quarterback. He threw all the blame on Carson Wentz, and and while Carson is to blame, I mean. He, his his um quarterback presence in the pocket isn't very good, but he still gets sacked a lot. Like even if he had bad presence, you know, I, the O line still has a part to play. I mean, and he he's been, I mean, he's got he's got decent yards and everything, but it's just it just doesn't really translate. Ten touchdowns, six picks. It's uh, it's just not pretty to watch. He's second in the league with interceptions. It's She's not pretty. Yeah, the line for Washington hasn't been really good. But on the bright side for the Commanders, you got a you got a good match of this game. We're going up against a weak Bears team. Um, and despite me talking crap about the Commanders, they do have some weapons on offense. Obviously, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. I don't know if Jahan Dotson will be back for this game, but potentially Brian Robinson's back. It was good to see him back. Diami um, Brown played pretty well with the absence of Dotson. Yeah. Yeah, he had two touchdowns this past week, but you got him, uh, J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson. I think uh, the Commanders had the advantage in this game. Um, I have them beating the Bears 24-19. to Bears fans, you should, you know, you're lucky that I even said 19 points because really you guys might score nine. But you know what? I was feeling nice. But after the Thursday night monstrosity I walked watched a week ago, I I have low hopes for this game. If this game, I this game, come on, it has to be better than the Colts and Broncos. That game may have been the worst of all time. This surely, surely right. Like, <laughs> please, I mean, it's, it's starting to look like Roger Goodell looked Jeff Bezos in the face and laughed and handed him a schedule. Did Jeff Bezos fleece the NFL? And he's gotten uh, them more viewers. I don't know how he's done it. Never mind. I it's. It's the ridiculous. NFL's I've, us. We're getting fleeced. The fans I'm, are getting fleeced. We, we we know what we're walking into, and we still sit down and watch. I mean, I'm, that's three hours of my life I won't get back. <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible. I've got the Commanders winning probably, I don't know, 17 to 10, 17 to 13. <laughs> I mean, I don't think – that's just, just ugly. I think Roquan – or, uh, yeah, Roquan and um, – and why have I forgotten his name? Robert Quinn are going to feast. Yeah, 
Maybe. I mean, I would hope so against this awful Commanders O line. Also, the Commanders are lucky. I gave him a field goal because I'm pretty sure Joey Sly's maybe kicked like three all season. I don't even know. Oh yeah, no, but, it's Joey. God dang, dude. But again, you're going up against a weak Bears team. Uh, you have really to beat the Bears. It's not. It's not rocket science. You make Justin Fields pass. Like <laughs> you make him pass the ball. Because not only are you making Justin Fields pass the ball, outside of Darnell Mooney, there's not a whole lot of big-name guys on the on the outside for the Bears. I mean, you got Equinemius St. Brown and Dante Pettis. Like, is, is Santos hurt, the Bears kicker? Uh, I, he might have been. He's, he's, he's hit all his field goals this season. He's 7-for-7. Seven seven. I wasn't sure if that's why Joey was coming in. or if... No, Joey slides the kicker for the Commanders. Oh, oh, he went to the Commanders. That's right. Yeah. I was about to say, if the Bears kickers hurt too, good grief. I don't, I don't even, I don't even see him on this list. Well, that's not good. Yeah, because his kicks like goals. Because Commanders, heaven forbid, they get in the get in the red zone. <laughs> it, it's 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 hard to watch, and yet we do it anyway. That's such a joy of having to report on these games <laughs> but yeah i think that is that is all we got from this episode colin you got any final words um nope <laughs> nope refs yeah. refs suck i mean at this point i'm i'm a, i'm about to go get stevie wonder to go out there and and start calling calling stuff because it's this is ridiculous at this point They've got to evaluate the groups as a whole because, I mean, there are plenty of groups who call more than others. Like, you know, like there's got to be a bound. I know some of it's personal opinion, but that's the problem. You know, personal opinion is what's causing some of these issues in roughing the passer and pass interference and this and that. It's, I mean, refs have been an issue for a while, but this week was really bad. So what you're saying is that they should hire robots as a referee's. Might as well. Might, we but might. No. You know what, Jeff Bezos? That's your next task, buddy. <laughs> go, go get some Amazon bots out there to go ref these games. I mean, that's that's the point we're at because it's it's becoming really bad at this point. Yeah, but I think that's all we have. We appreciate you guys for listening. Um, of course, we are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram. Um. Despite the Steelers sucking, you know, I'm going to rep black and gold till I die. Best believe that. But, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back on Saturday with our predictions for next week.